Welcome to Gov Actually, the podcast about how government works. How it actually works. I'm Dan Tangerlini, Chief Financial Officer of the Emerson Collective, and this is the FedScoop Radio Network. And I'm Danny Werfel from the Boston Consulting Group. We launched this pod to try to get beyond the personalities and the politics. Right. We want to talk about how things actually get done in the government, the people who do it, and the challenges they face. So let's talk. Hey, Danny, we're back for the Gov Actually uh let me take this off for just a second. I'm alone here in the Mellon Auditorium. I see that. I no one, no that. one's there. But yeah. for some crazy reason, they set it up with all the tables and chairs it's, and it, the screens. It was, it was ready to go, but that's for next year, we hope. Um, but uh, we're, we're welcoming everyone for the Gov Actually Partnership for Public Service. Sammy, Samuel J. Heyman uh, medals. Uh, uh, pre-watch party and we've got some great special guests here folks who have done some incredible public service can't wait to talk to them get you know get some of their thoughts and answers about uh about sammy's about public service and it's it's good to see you danny and i'm glad you're staying safe and socially distanced and wearing a mask exactly and it's such a beautiful night here in washington dc that i'm outside wearing my mask and um Look, one thing to make sure that everyone knows is like the, the, the event, the award ceremony, which is one of our favorite nights of the year for so many reasons. It starts at 8 p.m. And we'll sign off of this at about uh, a few minutes to eight to give everyone a chance to, to hit the link to go on the Sammies. And gosh, there's so much hype. Max Steyer was on our podcast uh, a few days ago and said he usually likes to downplay things. And this Sammy's is going to be incredible. It's basically what he said. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm bracing myself. I, I'm really excited. The Partnership for Public Service has been putting on this uh, award ceremony for quite some time now. And they've just brought through some just tremendous public servants and, and done something that a lot of people, you know, just don't take the time to do. And that's thank them for their hard work, their commitment and their service to the country. Uh, this year's, even though it's a very, very strange time that we're, we're doing the awards, the, the awardees couldn't be more incredible. In fact, a special award is going to none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. So that's uh, yeah. incredibly timely and, and incredibly well-deserved on the same day that an NIH scientist won the uh, Nobel Prize. So how about that? Yeah, Just a, it's, a un day. it's amazing. And I think that uh, if this was uh, happening in the Mellon Auditorium, Francis Collins would get up there, talk about the fact that an NIH employee won the Nobel Prize and we'd all do a standing ovation and it would oh, we can, we be, can do that. It would be terrific and emotional. And I hope <laughs> next year we get, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. So look, this is like, I, when we talked about this, we thought maybe this is like an Oscar, it's like the red carpet show, except right. online. And so we have all these uh, deep, these DC celebrities, these uh, government, you, know, you know, amazing government officials. And uh, in that spirit, let's, uh, let's start talking to them. Let, maybe we'll start with the uh, former NASA administrator, Charlie Bolden, although that, his, his resume is a lot longer than just former NASA administrator. And first of all, Charlie, excellent job wearing a tux, getting in the spirit of things. I love it. I, I thought oh, fantastic. I, heard, I heard you all were going to be dressed, so I thought I would dress appropriately. Uh, I would stand up and show you my bottom, but I won't. 
I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a COVID tux too, Charlie. So way to go. I had a little trouble with the bow tie, but we'll work on that later. Yeah. So so what we thought we'd do with the with the great set of folks who've joined us today is just talk a little bit about public service, about the award ceremony. So Charlie, let's start with you. What do you want the public to know that they might not know about public service? You know, I, I think the, the number one thing I want the public to know, and I, it, it makes me feel so sad that we aren't able to, to have this on television like a big Oscar ceremony each year, because all of us who know about it always refer to it as the Oscars for public service. And I just want the public to know that the people they frequently tend to castigate, those of us in government that they blame for everything, actually do phenomenal things that make their lives incredibly better every single day. Uh, I, it could not be better this evening than to be celebrating uh, the award of the Nobel Prize for Medicine to, uh, to a person from the NIH, uh, a government employee. And, and that's the kind of thing that I would, I would love to have the public learn uh, as they see these people tonight. And, and the fact that we have Dr. Anthony Fauci as, you know, as the, as the government employee of the year, Hey Charlie, yeah, uh, you've you've seen the world from space. How many how many times have you been up uh, in space? Uh, that's a long time ago. It was four times. And, yeah, it's, and it's nothing... four times more than me. Um, and <laughs> and and from that from that vantage point, you must get a fantastic perspective. Could you just you know give us a little bit of sense, like from up there? Um, you know, what are some of the thoughts that come to mind when you think about, you know, this little world that we share and, and the need for us to work together? I think it's one of the things that's really, believe it or not, I think is brought out every year when we, when we do the Sammy's Awards. You know, there is no, um, people come from near and far, from in the U.S. and outside the U.S., and we recognize people for the contributions they've made to the last other people. And uh, when you look down at this planet from space, you recognize the fact that there are no borders, no boundaries. We're all one people, one planet. And, uh, and the sanity for me does that exact same thing on this evening when we bring people from, from disparate corners of the country or even around the world who have made contributions as government employees to making life better for everybody on the planet. Uh, my dogs completely agreed with you. That's why they started barking. Um, but. Uh, you know, someone who also worked on tying, tying us together and doing it through commerce was uh, former Deputy Secretary, even former Acting Secretary of Commerce, Becky Blank, and she's also here with us today too. Becky, um, what can you add to what Charlie just said about uh, the importance and significance of public service that you can share, share with everyone? Once you unmute. <laughs> Still muted, Becky. We were joking, like, is, is this going to be a thing after COVID where people are telling each other that they're muted or not? I, I think I'm now unmuted. You, um, are. you are. It's good to see you, Dan. It's great to be here with everyone for the Sammies. Just a great night. Um, you know, the people who do public service are people who want to work on big and important issues, and they want a career that matters. 
Um, they're less concerned about a career that makes money because you're not going to make money in public service. Um, what they care about is the service and the mattering and the doing things that are important to other people. And that makes uh, career civil servants and particularly the senior level of career civil servants who spend their whole life at this, just a wonderful gold mine of just good people, of good people to work with, um, good people to be a neighbor to, and the exact sort of people you want delivering your services. Thanks, Becky. And I know you're busy. Um, you're busy training an, another generation of of uh, of you know, citizens and public servants. So we graduate uh, ten thousand students a year here at the University of Wisconsin and send them out into the world. All right. We're, we've got. We're just joined by someone else. Danny, do you want to introduce? Yeah, I think I see that John Koskinen has entered the room. John, who. Uh, was Commissioner of IRS, Deputy Director for Management of OMB. I think John, Deputy Mayor for the District of Columbia, if I remember correctly. And, um, but most importantly, the Duke soccer field is named after you. I think that is, uh, I think that's your number one on your bio, right, John? But John, I think I've seen you at every Sammy's. Um, talk to us about, about what public service means to you and what this night means to you. Well, I think uh, like everybody who's on this call, uh, and as Becky was saying, public service is a great calling and it gives you an opportunity to get outside of yourself and to make a contribution to others. As I've always said, uh, having spent half my uh, career in the private sector and the other half in the public sector, uh, when I have been in the public sector, I've always told employees that the great thing about public service is you don't have to get up on Monday morning as you get ready to go to work and wonder whether it makes a difference because you know whatever you're doing at whatever level, people are depending upon it, people uh, need it to be done well and efficiently, and it's important, it's important to people. You don't always have that feeling in the private sector on a Monday morning, uh, but it is really uh, a chance, as I say, to make a contribution uh, on a broader basis than you might otherwise have, and it does cause you to focus outside of yourself. Uh, you know, the goal here isn't to make money, uh, it isn't even really to have status as such. It is to try to make an impact positively on the lives of people across the country. Great. So let's uh, let's move around this amazing group. Thank you, John. And let's go to Nani Coloretti, former Deputy Secretary of HUD, Chief Financial Officer at Treasury. Nani, tell us tell us your favorite part of the Sammies. I love the Sammies. Um, I try to be, you know, uh, in the spirit today. So that's why I have this weird background. Um, everybody gets dressed up and uh, you get to celebrate people who do amazing things for the American public. I think one thing I love about the Sammies is it's a great way to learn about what the federal government is doing for you. A lot of people don't realize all that is happening uh, in the federal government and what kinds of things uh, the employees of the federal government are doing, such as discovering hepatitis C and helping, you know, you know, to, you know, the, a Sam, not a Sammy's winner, but a Nobel Prize winner. But these are the kinds of folks that get an, an honor to the Sammy's Awards. It's just amazing to hear all their stories and learn what they do and remember why uh, it's important to support our federal government. Hey, Nani, um, do yeah. you have a favorite uh, in the finalists tonight? I do have a favorite. Actually, I have a favorite winner. Uh, 
Yeah, Dan is that that's a softball question. Somebody he and I hired into (laughs) Treasury. Well, so first of all, of course, Dr. Fauci uh, should be the winner tonight, uh, serving six presidents, um, working under difficult conditions uh, to make us all more healthy, of course, is my favorite. But if you were to really ask me about my second favorite, I would say um, it's the tape. team of Lorraine Cole and Corvelli McDaniel. They, uh, I know, I know. So, so Lorraine uh, Cole came to Treasury after Dot, the Dodd-Frank Act. She was the first um, uh, Office of Minority and Women Inclusion. Oh, thanks, Dan. Look at that sure. background. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm and just so walking around did... the city while you're talking. So just... That's fantastic. That's really just great. Just showing off. Just it's showing still daytime. Off. It's still daytime where you're walking around. <laughs> exactly. Well, wherever I am. You know. Wherever you are, it's daytime. Um, so they they devised a program to assist small and minority-owned uh, banks. And so that's really important. We know very important today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So, yeah, I would say very good, very good shout-out to Lorraine Cole. Hey, uh, we have another former deputy secretary, um, but in a way, I, I was told that the, the secretary of the interior is the president of the West, which would mean David Hayes is the vice president of the West. So Mr. Vice President, um, what do you want to tell people that, that people generally get wrong about public servants? What, what can you do? What, what, do a myth busting for us here. Can you, can you bust, bust a myth or two? Sure. I should start by, by busting the myth that you have to be from the West to be at the Department of the Interior. And just for the record, I, when, I, when I went up for my confirmation hearings, I told the senators, I'm from Western New York State. Uh, they didn't get the joke, really. Uh, but anyway, Rochester, New York is my hometown. Uh, um, close, so, close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Right. It's west of the Hudson. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the myth buster is that, uh, that, that federal employees are not invested in their work. And I, you know, like John and many others, I've gone back and forth between the private sector and the public sector. And never have I found a workforce more invested in their work than in the public sector. And I have to, I have to recall a, a, a funny story. You know, I, like, like many of you, I was a political appointee. You're in for a limited period. And I had a, a very senior uh, career guy come up to me after a meeting. He said, you know, this has got to be really hard for you. You know, you're, you're, you're not going to be around that much longer. And I, I was thinking to myself, you know, that's right, actually. I mean, these folks get to, you know, the see folks come and go, but they are invested in the mission. They are invested in the work. Uh, and, and as John said, Monday morning, uh, they're going to continue to work for the American people. And, and I think everyone on this, on this Zoom call knows that when you sat in, the, in, the, in that government seat, you, you had a, a, a satisfaction rating that went through the roof uh, because you, you knew there was only one thing to do, which is to try to do the right thing for the American people. And how great is that? Um, so uh, anyway, it's the, it's the investment that the workforce has in the mission and in doing a good job for all of us that is inspiring every day. That's awesome. Let's go to another public service hero of mine, and that's Pat Kennedy, who essentially was the the glue that kept the State Department together for decades. And Pat, if we can go to you, 
talk to us about the importance of recognition. Like tonight is a moment where we take a step back and celebrate accomplishments. Talk to us about how important that can be in kind of driving driving morale and making sure that we're really recognizing the great the great accomplishments of our of our workforce. Uh, and you may have you may have just said it all. There there's something innate in people and there's nothing wrong with it. It's exactly very right to want to do good, but to want a bit of acknowledgement. And something like the Sammies is, is the ultimate. It is the Oscars. But I think good managers throughout the, uh, throughout the government realize that and go to very, very different and creative ways just to thank people for what they do. Thank them for taking on that extra duty. Thank them for running that extra risk. Thank them for coming up with that creative solution. And when you when you build that in and you let others see the recognition you're giving someone, I think it inspires people and says, good work, extra effort is appreciated and therefore others then strive to do better. And, and do better for the American people. So achievement is incredible. Uh, you see it throughout the federal government. But thanking people, even at the lowest level, whether it's annual awards, it's certificates, even handwritten notes. I used to write handwritten notes to lots of people uh, when they did something that was never gonna get them a major award, but contributed significantly to the State Department's mission. Hey, Danny, can I jump in here yeah. for a second? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, look who's come to the, to the no, room. No, no, no. Like, this is, this is, this is, this is my, uh, my quick visit to the, to, to the, the big table. But you're uh, totally unrecognizable. Where's your, where's your tux? You know what? I, I, I have worn that tux already once. My view is if I've worn it once for this event, I only have to wear it once. Mm -hmm. and, and more than that. And, and I also knew that Charlie would be on this, and there's no competing. <laughs> so, you know, if, 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 if he's in the room, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be t-shirt and shorts because it's the only way that I'm going to like, you know, differentiate myself here in a, in a successful way. Seriously, this is such a wonderful collection of people with um, incredible, incredible capability and contributions you've all made. I'm, I'm so pleased that you're able to, to, to watch Sammy's as a group. Um, this is obviously our, you know, at, you know, our lemonade stand that you're at right now. Uh, and 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 we're we're doing a lot of things differently. I, I I think we're I really believe we're entering a moment of enormous change in government. Uh, there are going to be huge forces pressing for that change. Um, Post Watergate moment was the last time we saw ma ma major change before. And you know you think about a post 9/11 moment. You, you add it all together, and we're in for a ride. And your voices will be very important in that. I mean this is this is a this is a time in which making sure that that energy is actually both constructive and meaningful will be vital. So um, enjoy the show tonight. I fully subscribe to, to Pat's words about the criticality of, of, of uh, the, the recognition we need to be supporting the workforce through this process. Uh, and we're, we're gonna do new and different things and we need your help in doing them right. So thank you for participating this evening and we're all ears. Uh, you got Tina uh, uh, and, and, and company um, and, and Mr. Dan T, uh, uh, who is, who is uh, on our board, and Dave Marchick, who has been doing just uh, outrageously great stuff on the transition. 
So thank you, Dave. Uh, but thank you, Max. We're getting to Dave soon, but Max, thank yeah. you for your tremendous leadership and thank you for all you've done over the years to bring this issue to the fore, to make the SAMI the Oscar of federal service. You, you know, you, you've just done a huge amount and you're a super humble guy. So folks won't know that, but you, we do. So thank well, you for all you've done. You're, you're kind yeah. to say it. As you know, it's all good teammates and you're all, we're all one team. So yeah. anyway. Okay. So Max, thank, thank you, Max. Thanks for coming to our table. Hey, it's a beautiful That's table. That's what it feels like. Yeah, you're you're working work in the room? A lot of them, you have to run. I'm working, I am working the room. This is actually a little easier. I don't get banged around and pushed around and stuff like that. So no wine spilled on me yet. So, so anyway, all right, take care. Enjoy. Thanks, Max. Okay. 15 minutes and counting. Bye-bye. Great. Um, but hey, I wanted to jump over to uh, someone who has a different perspective on public service, and that's because he joined um, the administration from the private sector. So Ned, um, you served as the uh, Assistant Secretary of the um, Department of Health and Human Services, one of the biggest agencies in the government. You came from the private sector. What were some of the surprises you found coming from the private sector to the public sector? What would you tell someone who's thinking about or maybe not even thinking about making that move about what, what they would find and and what they would learn from that change. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled, which is not something I do very well tonight. I look at, I look at the folks on the screen in front of me, and I, I don't know every one of you, but I know most, and I know some better than others, and there isn't anybody there who hasn't done more service than I did. Uh, I, I was there exactly six years, two months, and 13 days, uh, and I don't regret a single second of it. Um, what, I, what, what I tell people out here in flyover country, thousand miles away, uh, is that, look, you're wrong about what you think goes on in the federal government. There's, it's full of talented, able, dedicated, committed people. And you know what? You ought to do a turn. I get some takers, but a lot of people, when I tell people I was in Washington for eight years, I said, oh, Washington State? I, no, no, no. No, I, I, I don't even think about Washington State. I was in Washington, D.C. for eight years. And I'm now back, I'm really right in the middle of Kansas City, Missouri, in the heart of, heart of the town. And it's, it's good to be back. This is home. My, my, two of my kids and four of my grandchildren and my wife and her kids. My, my family's here. Uh, I don't regret leaving. It was painful, though. I, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I went there, be, frankly, because of Kathleen Sebelius, who I just think the walks in water, frankly. Uh, and I've told her I'd go again if she wanted me to. Uh, I don't think there's any likelihood that she's going back into government, and so I won't be back. Uh, you can breathe easy. Uh, but I have such high regard for those of you. Danny, how many different roles did you play in government? I, I, I don't know them all, but I know there was a bunch. Tangolini, you too. John Koskinen and I have spent time talking to you about how the IRS, by the way, John, I talked about you, I thought about you yesterday, there's an article in some newspaper that I read, I read a bunch, uh, about how the IRS is under-resourced. And you told me that, I don't know, seven years ago or something, they just didn't catch on yet. Uh, but um, as a, as a, as, as a uh, constituent from the Midwest, I should tell all of you, thanks. Thank you, Ned. Thank you. So let's go to Laurel. Laurel, your perspective, you were the chief of staff, right, at HUD. And so talk to us, maybe the, the right question for you is, 
how important is it for the leadership of agencies to uh, to be a part of this this event and this night? You know, what does it mean to their employees to know that uh, that their leader put on a gown or a tux and made their way over to the Mellon Auditorium in most years and made sure that they were there representing and celebrating um, the achievements of their organization? Such a good point. I mean, I think I went every year when I was in government, not, it was an, it's an awesome party. It's great to see all of you, but it really was to show up for those folks, right? And I think three or four of the years that I was there, we had people in the housing world, either at Treasury or at HUD, who were, you know, finalists. And so I remember meeting one in the pre-drinks, you know, introduced me to her entire family who had come from Philadelphia to be there. So it's just this moment of incredible recognition and pride, even if you aren't, you know, a winner, ultimately, you're still in that group. Uh, and I think it's really, really, really important to, to show up for, for folks who do every day. Thank you, Laurel. Dan? Thanks, Laura. Hey, um, I, we have another, we have another incredible guest star. I gotta, sorry, I gotta change my background for it here because, uh, you know, the project he's working on is perhaps one of the most significant ones is happening uh, this year and next, and that's the, uh, the transition, presidential transition, either from one administration to another or from the current administration to a second term. And David Marchek is running the Center for Presidential Transition at the Partnership for Public Service and really doing some amazing work bringing together uh, groups of people who, by frankly definition, aren't necessarily inclined to be brought together. David, you also are kind of new to being on the inside of the workings of government, joining from a long and illustrious career in private sector. Can you follow up on Ned's comments and give your perspective on what you're learning about this important project and, and give us all some sense of reassurance that this project uh, is moving forward. Well, thanks very much. Um, I felt underdressed until I saw Max, so now I feel pretty good about my clothes. Um, so I actually started, I came to Washington to uh, do public service in the Clinton administration, was in for seven years. And then I went to a law firm and was at Carlisle for many years and, and retired. And I found myself on a train with a fellow named Dan Tanglarini. I said, you know, I've been approached to do this job for the Partnership for Public Service. What do you think? And he said, you should absolutely, absolutely do it. It would be incredibly valuable, relevant, and meaningful. And then I, the guy walked by with a hot dog and I kind of wanted Dan to buy me a hot dog, but he didn't even do a fake to his wallet, which Danny Werfel knows from spending so much time with Tanglerini. But yeah, so, so long in public service, David. That's I was expecting you to buy me the hot dog. But anyway, <laughs> we'll do that later. We'll do that later. So uh, the project, first of all, I've been volunteering for a year as of four days ago at the partnership. It's been as meaningful and relevant and valuable a role as I've ever had in my career. And you know what we're working on is a, the peaceful transition of power. Should there be a transition or should President Trump win? He has a mammoth task at attracting talent because we know that almost half of the officials in the government will leave based on data from the last three two-term administrations. So what I've learned is that the partnerships value added with all three constituencies. We're working directly with the top people at the White House. We're working with hundreds of career 
federal servants, civil servants across the government who are preparing for either eventuality. And we're working closely with the Biden team on their transition efforts. And what they wanna do is be ready on day one should Vice President Biden win. And so the project has had a huge impact. It's been incredibly meaningful. And I'm just glad I ran into Tang Larini on that train uh, maybe a year and a half ago, because uh, but for his encouragement, I probably wouldn't have done this. Well, that's very generous of you, David. But more importantly, thank you so much for all your hard work and that service. And um, I think people should go check out the partnership website and and navigate over to see the incredible work that's having, happening there. And to, and to go to your podcast. Your podcast is great. You remind people what it's called so that they can go and- It's called Transition Lab. And uh, we've had every, we profiled every single major transition since Carter. And we've had incredible guests, including Jim Baker and Chris Christie and every former chief of staff pretty much. And uh, two other things, we had, a, we had an event last Friday with five former chiefs of staff and a bunch of cabinet officers on transitions and we had 6,000 people watch. And then the second thing is that we're blessed that we've been partners with BCG and Danny Werfel. So they've been our partners for on this project for over a year. They've helped us with the uh, 265 page transition guide and the people and the you know, professionals at BCG are really experts on transition and they've been just a fantastic partner for us. So I wanna give a shout out to Danny and his colleagues as well. Yeah, I mean, you should have talked to Danny about naming the podcast because you would have come up with something as cool as Gov, actually. But next time, I listened to your podcast, too, when I started thinking about this position. So uh, I've there you to- go. Hey, uh, so we got to get everyone out of here and off to the main. Yeah. Room. Right, Danny? Yeah, yeah, you usually end Gov, actually, with a parting shot. I'll, I'll start. I have two parting shots. First, I don't know if everyone knows about the Twitter feed, Rate My Room, where they go and rate the... Uh, what people and I'm going to give the award tonight to Becky Blank, best okay. background, really, really appropriate for where you are in in the University of Wisconsin. Just love the books, um, very well done, Becky. I've been on Rate My Room, and they rated me only a B because they said it looked like I was still back in the last century and I wasn't digital enough. <laughs> well, well, here you go. I just redeemed you. I made you, you the go. winner of our evening. And I didn't even know you were on Rate My Room. So there you go. Um, and then my other parting shot is just is just a thank thank you to everyone here and everyone involved in, in public service and didn't get to say it to Max. And so we can say nice things about him. He's just just an absolute trooper with a uh, with a true north like like nobody else in terms of trying to uh, to make make the world a better place by making the government a better place. And he throws his his heart and soul into everything he does, including this event. And I know he's excited about tonight. I know the whole team at the partnership had to a, had a reimagine tonight's event in light of, of the pandemic. I'm super excited for, uh, to see what they put together, but I just wanted to uh, close by really thanking Max and the partnership for, for doing such an important role and in investing so much time and energy in such an important cause. Dan, any parting shots for you? Yeah, well, I've walked back into the Mellon Auditorium here so I can go see the actual show. But uh, I, too, want to thank the Partnership for Public Service. I want to thank Tina Sung, who's been just an incredible uh, partner for keeping us all together as a crew, for making sure that we stay connected with the government and the people who are serving now and hopefully in the future. Um, And I also want to thank all my fellow public servants on this screen and off who have committed 
chunks of their lives to doing something meaningful for, for the American public, for this country, and for the world. So thank you very much to all of you. Congratulations to Dr. Fauci and all the winners tonight. But more importantly, congratulations to all the people uh, who were finalists and all the people who actually voted for people and suggested people do that. Would you please just do that next year? Figure out, find someone in the government who's doing something special and put them in for a SAMI's recognition. Even if they don't win, everyone's a winner who participates. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the show. It's going to be amazing. I, I really want to go and watch it right now. So make sure you Stay go to well. the- Stay well. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh, everyone. The link. Click on the link, go Bye, to the guys. show. The link's in the chat. Bye-bye. Oh, Bye. Care, Bye. Thank you, Dan Bye -bye. and Jenny. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.